0: Jesus walks on water. Peter walks on water. What's the difference? Well, I thought of last week when we celebrated the feast of the Transfiguration, and I used the example of the difference between moonlight and sunlight to explain the difference between the radiance of the face of Moses and the face of Jesus. As I recall, we had uh, one of our students here knew the answer, why the moon does not generate light on its own, what we call moonlight is the light from the sun that is reflected off the moon. So Moses' face, it became radiant not because of himself, but because he had encountered the Lord God, and so his face was radiant. It was like moonlight. Jesus' face at the transfiguration shone like the sun because he is the son of God. He is the light of the world. Now, when it comes to walking on water, water for the people, uh, the ancient people, and especially a sea, was considered a, a chaos, that, that something that's beyond our human control. It's really in the providence of God. And in the book of Job, when God answers Job, have you entered into the sources of the sea or walked about in the depths of the abyss? It's God who has control of the water, God who walks on water. So when Jesus walks on water, this is an epiphany, a manifestation of him as the Son of God. When Peter is walking on the water, that's a reflection of Jesus. And what what happens as soon as Peter takes his eyes off Jesus, when he starts to notice the wind and the waves, he goes down, doesn't he? Jesus then saves Peter and said to him, O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Now, sometimes we think about that doubt with what Peter wasn't paying attention to Jesus then, and, and so he, he doubted, and that's why he sunk in the waves. Yep, that's there. But also earlier, uh, do you recall... When the disciples saw Jesus walking on the sea, and they said it is a ghost, and they cried out in fear. And then Jesus says, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. And then Peter said to him, in reply, Lord, if it is you. Uh, he was half right, okay? He got the Lord part down, but then he doubts. He's, he's if it is you. Who else uh, spoke to Jesus in that way, if you? Satan, when Jesus was tempered in the, devil, in, the, in the desert. Remember that if you are the son of God. So Peter's got that, uh, yeah, he's kind of got faith, he's got doubt, he's kind of got both thrown in there, doesn't he? And I think what's significant here is when Jesus says, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? The word that's used for doubt, it's not what's used for skepticism, but rather vacillation. Okay? Peter is up and down. He's walking on the water. He's also sinking in the waves. And that's kind of, as disciples, we are often like that, aren't we? We're this mixture of courage and anxiety, of hearing the word of the Lord and looking at the terror of the storm, of trust and of doubt. And that seems to be an ingredient of Christian existence. So don't be surprised if you're like Peter and you've got both of that in your life. Um, but the good news, Peter, who starts out vacillating, Lord, if it is you, leaves no doubt at the end. When he's sinking, he knows who to turn to. He says, Lord, save me we can learn from Peter. At times, we can feel like we are being tossed about like the waves of a storm at sea, and we wonder if our boat will make it. We can feel overwhelmed by it all. We may wonder, where is God in the midst of all this? It can feel like God is absent from our boat. That's when it's good to remember this passage. Jesus is the one who can walk on water, who can calm the storm. When we are, feel like we are sinking, we can be like Peter and call out, Lord, save me. And like Peter and the rest of the disciples, the Lord says to us, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid.